It's the Dogcast, episode number 461. Finally, 2018 football is here. We can get over that last game we played and get it on this week in Athens with Austin P. Alright, dog fans, it's the Dogcast, episode number 461, me and Jamie back in the bunker. Jamie just opened his seventh beer, so you know it's game week, baby. Austin P., it is about to be on real football, finally, game week. Not week game, game week, Jamie. It's here. It's time. I'm ready. Are you ready? I know you're ready. Dude, I am Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, it can't get here fast enough, right? It, it it's Wednesday night, Austin P pregame. I'm ready to rock and roll. We got Austin P on Saturday. Who gets excited about Austin P? I'm excited <laughs> about Austin P. I don't think I've ever been this excited about an opener ever in my life. Really? Really? I'm telling, well, golly, I, I, I might feel the same way. I don't know though, man. There have been years. Man, there were years, you know, gosh, what year was that? When Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford's last year, we were preseason ranked number three, I think, something like that. Oh, nine-ish. Yeah, I was pretty excited then. I was pretty excited in 13 after the one yard short in the SEC championship game, right? I was pretty excited then, too. I wasn't excited worth a darn. Mark Rick didn't fool me any. Uh I wanted to believe, right? I wanted to believe, but now we fully believe, right? We're in. Yeah, we're in. I don't know if it was was Herb Street. It was somebody on one of the major sports networks, which I try my best to avoid like the plague. But what I heard today was on one of the morning shows was during Mark Rick's early years, I really felt confident that Georgia was going to win a national championship under Mark Rick. Yeah, first five years maybe? Yeah, but what it, then he went on to say directly after that with Kirby Smart, I know for a fact he is. Georgia will win national championships with Kirby Smart. And I was like, you know what? I will run through a brick wall for that. Yeah, that's true. So we're all full of piss and vinegar. We're all full of hope and promise. It's, you know, everybody's excited, right? I mean, and it really is true, man. It is a new season. We were literally one play away. Golly, I don't even want to talk about it. I didn't want to talk about the last football we saw. But it's time to wash away that last game we saw and replace it with this 2018 edition. Oh, it's the rebirth. We're born again this Saturday. Dude, we got the Austin P. Governors out of Tennessee coming to town. Let's talk about the game a little bit because there is some things to talk about, right? There's absolutely some things to talk about. I mean, let's be real. Austin P. shouldn't beat us under any circumstances, but they bring some things to the table that make it interesting. 
make it good for us to see, right? Absolutely. I mean, this little option run dual threat quarterback. Listen, this team was 0-11 two years ago. Last year, they won eight games, right? And they're not bad at running the ball. They averaged five yards a carry. They they averaged five yards a carry and over 250 a game. They get they get production on the ground out of their running backs and their quarterbacks. So they bring a different look. You look at this game as if we're prepping for Georgia Tech. Though it's not this the same offense, but this will be more of a tune-up for something later in the year than it will be for South Carolina. They don't do a lot for us to get us prepped for South Carolina other than giving our youngsters some 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 experience. Yeah, and speaking of youngsters, we're going to have some freshmen on the field, right? Guys like Tyson Campbell. And how about our punter? Are you worried at all about having a true freshman back there catching a 15-yard snap? Or are you just thinking we're not going to punt any? I'm thinking that if we punt more than once in this game, we're doing something wrong. And I'm not worried about a punt. As bad as I don't want to punt, I'd like for him to get a couple opportunities at it in this game. It's a double-edged sword. You don't ever want to punt, but he's a freshman. So we got to get him some experience somewhere. Hey, it's better that he punts some this week than his first damn punt be in Columbia next week, right? That's a fact. Because let me tell you something. That crowd next week is going to be fire. It'll they're going to be they're going to be hype, dude. And I just got my tickets for that game or my assignments anyway. I'm not exactly where I wanted to be, but I won't complain. Hey, I tell you, I got my I have the best tickets I've ever had in Gamecock Stadium, section 505. It is right on the 50, but I think I'm closer to the sun than I am to the field. But other than that. I'm on the 50, you know, probably the, the best ticket I've ever had. I'm in the end zone, but yeah, I, it's good. It's cause you're the new dog. You're the, you're the young pup, man. You can't sit on the 50 just yet. That's okay. Guess where, it's, guess where I'm going to be. Not this. Oh, uh, guess where I'm going to be this weekend, but next week I'm going to be in Columbia, whether I'm in the end zone or in the eight hundreds, however high it goes in Columbia. I'll we're going to be, be eating chicken, fried chicken, baby, Fact. fried chicken all damn day, fried chicken for breakfast, fried chicken for lunch, fried chicken for, for supper. Dinner. That's right. Um, so we do have freshmen playing this week. We've got, um, I think, uh, Tyson Campbell, I think, is gonna is a lock to take over for Ty- Tyreek McGee. Do you agree with that? I, I think it's up in the air right now, opposite of DeAndre Baker. I think it's a full-on race battle between Webb and Campbell, who's going to play opposite of Baker. And you've been in the web camp since spring, so uh, no, I totally expect you. I totally expect you to put, be put, stumping for Mark Webb. I'm not stumping. I'm stumping for the best one. I don't have a favorite. Okay. I, I want the best. It one seems like you have a favorite, but I'm well, just saying. Webb was on campus before Campbell, so it was easy to get behind that because he wasn't there. You're right. <laughs> what Campbell is, though, is he's the type of athlete that gets a hold of something and he might not let go. He He's the fastest player we have on the team. If he can put that together and, and, and actually 
actually put pressure on a wide receiver on the outside, then, yeah, Webb might be in trouble. But either way, I think we got a 1A and 1B. I don't think there's going to be a clear-cut favorite. For sure. So, freshman on corner, freshman at punter. You know, so one of the things – I mean – you know, I'm trying to do my best Vince Dooley here. If you're if you're a new listener, if you're a young pup, we used to have this coach. His name was Vince Dooley, and his specialty was talking up the opponent. He's kind of known for it. It's like that was his thing, right? And in fact, talking about the long snapper, and you know, he he used to talk up the opponent. So I'm doing my best my best Vince Dooley here, Jamie. But I'm a little bit worried about this option quarterback. I'm a little bit worried about this running game. But, uh, you know, their athletes, believe it or not, are not even as good as Georgia Tech. I know you you might think who could have worse athletes than Georgia Tech. Maybe Austin P has slightly worse athletes than Georgia Tech. Uh, you're right. And, 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 and Only slightly. Not, only slightly. And that's not saying that Austin P doesn't have good athletes. What it is is just a testament of the type of athletes that are in Athens now. Austin P has some mighty fine players that came out of high school. They just weren't quite good enough to be where we are. But we're supposed to beat them by however much we want to beat them by. If we do not, <laughs> right. something didn't go right. In fact, somebody asked me today, like, what do you really want to do versus Austin P? And I said, there's three things that I want to do. One, I want to execute. I want to execute our game plan. I don't want to wind up in plan B at all versus Austin P. Why do I want to go in and have to regroup against a team we should boat race? Number two... I want to get the youngsters some playing time, some game reps, specifically on defense. We got a lot of kids on D, whether they're starting or not, that's going to get in the game that we're going to need the very next week. We got to get some reps. And number three, it's real simple. Don't get hurt. No injuries. Yeah. No <laughs> injuries. For God's sakes, no injuries, right? So, yeah, let's go back to your first point. Right. What you really mean is – you don't want to see any of that nickel state crap, right? Oh, That's what you not. really mean. That's you don't I mean. want to think for a second that it's like the nickel state game. Right. Or, for God's sakes, the Southern Miss game, right? The only season opener we've lost in my damn lifetime that I can remember. Um, yeah, you don't want any shades of nickel state, not even a whiff of nickel state. We right. want to impose our we'll will on these that. guys. Yeah, we we'll you say we are, and we are. I, I'm not denying that, but until we ain't until we are. No, right? correct. No, I'm, no, it's I'm 2018, saying, baby. Yeah, I'm saying if we are what we think we are, we're past that. This is a 30, 40 point victory. This isn't. We got to figure out a way in the fourth quarter to come up with, you know, to to try to stretch out a lead to get some youngsters in the game. Sure. Those this is have to. We be are over. who we think we are. You're, we we are crushing these guys entirely in every phase right from the jump. Right from the start. Right. We're not going to sit there at, late in the first or at halftime, whenever, and try to figure out a way 
to execute our game plan or come up with something different so we can be successful. Or Yeah, but, make adjustments. We don't right. want to have to be talking about what kind of adjustments we got going on. You know, I love, I love, especially oh my defense, God. to see a defensive coordinator come out in the third quarter with adjustments and just shut down whatever was working before. We don't need to do what. What was working in the third quarter needs to be the same thing that was working in the first quarter in this yeah. game. Our base package needs to work against these guys. Right. Our base package does need to work. But speaking of packages, I, I think we're going to get out of base package in this game a little bit. While this Austin P is so different from South Carolina, I think given things go the way we want it to, we're going to get in some heavy DB packages in this game. We're going to get some heavy DB looks. We're going to run some nickel. We're going to run some dime. We're going to have packages where there's five or six defensive backs on the field getting ready for South Carolina. I agree. And I'll tell you, to your second point about getting players on the field, not just on the defensive side, also on the offensive side, because another thing not that I'm worried about it. I don't think worried is the right word, but we need to establish some identity on the offensive side of the ball. You know, Javon Wims ain't coming off the bench to save the day, right? We don't know who Fromm's new go-to guy is. I mean, Wims, although he'd been on campus, he only kind of became Javon Wims Last, last year, after year. Eason got hurt, right? But Just like Roquan became Roquan last year as well. They all, so they who's going to become? Year. Who's going to become that guy, right? And and until that guy steps up and shows himself as a reliable, friendly target for Fromm, it ain't happened yet, right? So until it happens, it hasn't happened. I'm not trying to be simplistic. That's just the facts of it. Well, Hell, and let me tell you, Jazz Hands. Jazz hands not coming to save the day either, right? If something goes wrong, we're missing some of those safety blankets, some of those security blankets that we could really count on the past two years. We are, but what we miss in superstars, especially on wide receiver or on offense, we should make up in depth. We don't have Javon Wims to come up there and make a spectacular play, twisting his body in four different directions to come up with this back shoulder fade in the end zone. While he's he's doing it with Chicago right now, but like a champ, absolutely. But we've got six guys that can go out there and catch balls. Six legitimate guys that can catch balls. We hadn't had that in a long time. You're right. So, I mean, Godwin Godwin's ready to play. Demetrius is ready to play. D Rob, that's what they're calling him now. D Rob. D Rob's. I love from calling him D Rob. Right? That's cool. Godwin's not going to be. I don't see Godwin playing in this game, though. Not in this game, but uh, I mean, this season's what I mean. Oh yeah, he's going to be a factor. He's going to be a legit player. Hardman, legit player. D Rob, legit player. D-Rob is a legit – yeah, he's very legit. And, and, and that's three because that's typically how many we we start in our base offense. Now, to say there's not three more on the bench that are – I'm talking about pulling the chain, trying to get on that field, they're there. There's more than – there's eight total 
that want to play and can play. We're we're in a good shape at wide receiver. We're we're deep. We don't have that Javon Wims just yet. We may have him. Ridley yeah. may be it. I mean, there's somebody's going to step up. We don't know who it is, but until then, we've got a wealth of weapons at that position. And we've got yeah, we've got a lot of guys that want to try their hand at being the next Javon Wims, and this game is a good game to start working on that. Absolutely. This is a good place to start because you should get a lot of opportunities. And we should we I really want to see I'm ready to see some of this uh I mean Swift is going to be Swift, right? Holyfield, Harrion. I'm ready to see a little of this James Cook experiment get started, right? Are you, how how many carries do you think James how many times does James Cook touch the ball? In this game. All right, you're, you're going to make me fast forward to a different portion of the show. I got some show notes because that's dude. We're all over the place, I, man. I, I, yeah. Well, the new dog has to make notes. So I know, right? Um, I, talking to people on social media, I was asked three questions. So one of them is going to pertain to James Cook getting getting touches. So I'm going to ask you this, and we'll both answer. But the first question was. When and how much will Justin Fields play versus Austin P? Wow. I tell you this. I think Justin Fields will play in the first half. Hmm. I do think he'll play in the first half, and I, but it won't be because we need him or because we are making adjustments, quote-unquote. He'll play because we can't, we'll be able to play him. I think okay. – We'll be feeling good well before halftime, and I think he might get a series before the half. Um, I do think he'll – I think he will play meaningful snaps in this – not – I don't know if I want to say meaningful snaps because I'm not entirely sure any snaps after about the first seven will be what you call meaningful. Right. But you know what I mean, right? I mean a meaningful amount, not we need him to win the game kind of meaningful, right? Right. So, um, yeah, I think he will get some snaps. I think he'll get at least – I'm going to go ahead and say he'll get at least three series, and two of them – one of them will be in the first half. And here's what I told my wife. There's, I, I feel like there's a chance he gets in in the first half. If Kirby is feeling – if he's being kind of bold and he's not trying to hide anything from anybody, he may put right. Justin Fields in in the first half. Because there's going to be a time this year he gets in in the first half. I'm not I, – I, that's a – write it down as a fact. This game, my prediction is Jake Fromm comes he, – he plays the first two quarters. He gets the first set of downs in the third just because he's been sitting – for the entire half, you want to get him back out there to see how he gets up after. Yeah, his transition game right, after the half. Right after the half, uh, then after that, I think Justin Fields plays most of the third, and then the fourth quarter. Negative. He's he is going to be sitting beside Justin Fields talking about right. what they're doing later on. Well, right, everybody's gone and nobody's looking. Well, that just about jives with what, I, what I'm thinking as well. Like I said, three series, one in the second quarter, two in the third quarter. I didn't say third quarter, but two right. in the second half, and that's probably about it, right? Absolutely. 
And then they get to sit and watch some other kid that most people in the stands have never heard of um, try to duke it out. Three right. and you know, those, third and fourth string guys duke it out. Heard, those are walk-on kids. Most people haven't heard on them. Heard of? Yeah, them. right. So the second question was, and this kind of goes back to Cook. How much time will the second team get against Austin Peace? They went on to say specifically on defense, but they're asking for both. How much time will the – so you said this goes back to Cook. So are you – Second team. Well, I I, – let me me clarify. I I call (laughs) Cook second team, DeAndre Swift, Elijah Holyfield, 1A, 1B. Oh, really? Right. Huh. So you just you just you just really not you got nothing to say about Brian Herring is what you're saying. You Brian no. Herring does not excite you at all, right? No, you just uh, Are you going to call him 1C? This, Are you going to call him 1C? He's he is 2B. <laughs> 2B? <laughs> right. Are you telling me James Cook is 2A? Maybe an Austin P. Oh wow! Maybe oh, I, I could stinks. be. I could be all the way wrong about second string. That stinks, Jamie. Cook's name's been called more than anybody on offense in this camp. So to think that Kirby, in my opinion, Kirby's thinking we've got a limited amount of time to get these guys in before we pull them out and put the guys in that we can afford to lose. Yeah, I think second team offense and defense gets. Really significant playing time. Um, the better part of the better part of two quarters. Right. I think the ones and twos rotate throughout the first part of the game. Yeah, pretty I, evenly. Yeah, pretty much. I don't think you see a big difference between the ones and twos. I think that once it gets out of hand, you don't see much of the twos anymore. The threes are in. Yep. And maybe it's the fours on the field that are giving up that goal, trying to stop that goal line stand late in the game. Which they definitely will be trying. Oh, and if they don't, Kirby Smart will let them know. I mean, he He expects all levels of this team to produce. Yes, sir. I'm not going to pat you on the ass after you make it back to the sideline after giving up a touchdown. No, sir. That's, not under that's any circumstances. Not happening. That's not how, that's <laughs> not how it works in Athens, Georgia in 2018. I can assure any, you that. Not anymore. You're exactly yeah. right. Good. So, yeah. Change. I love Last it. Last question. This is, these are all listener questions. I didn't, and, and forgive me. Like I said, I'm new. i got to write down notes. I didn't write No, it's names. okay, man. I didn't write down names for these. But So, last question. Who leads – in receiving and rushing. Ouch. Just for this game? This game, right here. This is all Austin P talk. Okay. Um well, I mean, I'm gonna go with the obvious pick just because I think Swift is gonna lead in rushing and I think D Rob is gonna lead in receiving. And and here here's my answer. Receiving, I think it's either Mecole or D Rob. I think one of them one of them or the other, both of them can do it. One of them's going to catch a big 80, 70, 70, 80-yard touchdown pass. So that's going to be enough to separate them from the other one. Yeah, it's uh, going to skew the numbers. Right, and, it's going to skew the numbers. Well, and quick caveat to that, D-Rob will catch a 60 or 70-yard touchdown pass. Mecole 
will catch a bubble screen and turn it into a 70 yard run. Right. Two different, two different plays there, my friend. Right. But two they both, ones, they both could totally do it. One, one of them's going to do something that skews the numbers and they're going to lead the team in receiving swift. And on the other hand, I think he's fast enough that he's going to break a 20, a 30, a 15. And, and, and with the carries he gets, to go with that, it's going to put him far enough ahead of a Holyfield that it won't matter. Holyfield's going to be going up the gut the most, I think. He's going to get four, five, six yards of carry. While it'll be a nice day, I just don't think he'll be able to keep up with Swift on this day. Two follow-up questions then. Sure. Does Swift go over 150 yards? Does Holyfield go over 100 yards? <sighs> Holy uh, Swift does not go over 150 yards. The under on that one, just just because we got too many horses and this, it, there's no sense in risking Swift to that level. Holyfield, I, I think we get 95 yards out of Swift and 75 out of Holyfield. Then we get plenty out of Cook, plenty out of Herring. We're Prather's getting yards in this game. Yeah, I totally agree. I go with the under on both of those. Right. Um, I go with the under on both of those as well. Good deal. I like it. I like this whole listener question thing. Man, I'm, you're, I'm warming up on the social media thing, man. I mean, it, it, it's 2018. Apparently, it's like a thing. I don't know. This face chat or snap book or what. Turns no. out that's where people are at. <laughs> They're there right now. They're waiting on us. They're still there. They never uh, leave to be to be exact. They're you got there. that right, buddy. They are always there. Um, so keys to the victory. What do you think, man? I mean, it's you don't expect a hard game, but still. We need to protect the ball, as always, right? We cannot afford mental mistakes, penalties. We need to be polished. We need to be week five polish in this whole game, right? Well, <laughs> Roddy Nabolsi from Rivals, I think, said this. And I I don't know Roddy, so, but he, he said, you know, he's been covering – Georgia sports on the side, UGA football on the sideline for 25 years. He claims that's the longest of any beat writer out there. And if he's been doing it for 25 years consistently, that probably is. Uh, He's been around for a minute. He's been around the entire time of the dog cast. I can tell you that. Absolutely. But what he said was that, that really struck a nerve with me is he said this, this team right here, several weeks back, was ready to play a football game. He's never seen for sure. that before. They showed up for for camp ready, not yeah. having to and the second ready. scrimmage. Right. Yeah. 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 Be ready so you don't have to get ready. They showed up. He said this is the most talented football team he's seen since he's been there. Um, we're we're gonna do things the right way with this one. Man, holy crap. Can Saturday get here any faster? Negative, negative. Unless, I'm ready to go. Unless well, when we hang this thing up tonight, when we walk out of the bunker, if it's Saturday, that's the only way it can get here fast enough. 
Baby, we are here, man. We are here in the bunker. Saturday is coming. We've got the big, the new locker rooms are going to be revealed to the players this week. The scoreboard, let's hope the damn scoreboard is working. I know they were up there beating and banging on it today. I, I, I don't know. I, there are guys on damn scaffolding. There are guys on, what? I don't know what, the, it's like a climbing harness thing, right? Like these, uh, Safety harnesses. They're climbing on that thing, beating and banging on it. Did you speak about I the could barely sleep last night in the, the bunker. back side of it? Yeah, the bridge. Yeah, did, sexy. Is it sexy? The pictures I've seen live versus the mock-ups that they gave prior to it opening, or prior to us seeing any of the work at all. They're they're drastically different. It look. It is different. It's kind of bland. From what I've I, seen, I think it looks. Um, it doesn't have all the color, right? So last year, you know, for a long time, it's been like silver, and then like a red band, and then more silver, and then there's words in the red band, right? University of Georgia, Sanford right. Stadium, right? A lot of that color is gone now, and um, it is. Um, I think it looks a little more. It looks a little more professional. I don't know. It doesn't look – it just looks more polished, Plain and more professional. Kind of yeah, it's very professionally designed. It doesn't look like it was done by a second-year graphics student over in the art building on Thomas Street, right? It looks a little – it just looks more – it looks more serious and polished. That's I, think the fans, I think the fans are going to be happy with it. I look. And I'll tell you, the other side, the business side – is really the same as it used to be. It's Bigger. all screen. Right. It's, it's just all more. Right. It's all screen. It's designed to look like it's not all screen, but it is all screen. Right. And they can do a million things with it, of course. But um, yeah, I don't know. They they say the Wi-Fi is going to be better. I don't know. Kids going to be able to Facebook Live. Hell, I, I don't know. So because my cell phone service in that stadium, once ninety five thousand to three thousand people get in there, is non-existent. Yeah, they pretty much the only way. You... But I couldn't. I couldn't tweet or send a picture or anything. Well, I tell you, you know how you tweet. You got to tweet by. You have to text your tweets. Which is a total thing, right? If you can text in your tweet, and that's totally possible. This is 2018, that's, buddy. <laughs> I know, I know, but yeah, you can't use data. There's no data, right? So you're not accessing Twitter directly, but you can send a text to the short code for Twitter, and it will get posted. A little old school technology for you. Wow. Yeah, I was. I was absolutely not aware of that. That's. Not even aware that's a thing, that's are you? That's not a thing. I you don't even want to admit that shit. No, I'll and now admit it. Now I'm trying to figure out how to do it. I will give you the short code. It's super easy, buddy. You just have to have your cell – your mobile number has to be logged in. Your mobile number has to be registered with Twitter, and then you tweet to the short code from your mobile number, and it posts to your account. And it, it works every time because it's not using the data network. It's using – the same network that you make phone calls right, on. Right, using your cell service, not That's the right. data network. That makes there. total sense. I just didn't know where that was even a thing, or else I didn't remember it was a thing. Stick with me, my friend. Stick with me, new dog. I'm going to teach you some stuff. Hey, I mean, sometimes the old way is the best way because yeah. Sanford Stadium's hard to deal with when we're packed. 
It sure is. And there's no way to simulate that, right? I mean, give the guys a break, man. I mean, they run all the damn tests, and they think, yeah, this Wi-Fi system is thoroughly robust. And then you pack 97,000 rabid dog fans in there, hey, maybe it's not robust enough. Exactly. That's hard. I mean, I couldn't imagine the room they have to have just for multimedia. I mean. (laughs) You're right. That's right. That's crazy. But guys, don't. What what else you got, Jamie? I got one more thing. Nature as Patrick. Yep. We we've predicted on the show that he was he was coming back for this game. No suspension. I've got a little intelligence that says that might not be the case. Maybe he has to sit out this game. Well, I mean, if I were the coach and I was going to have him sit out a game, it'd be this one. <laughs> hmm. So. Yeah, we did predict that he would be available to play, um, but are you suggesting that we should walk that back at this point? I, I'd walk it back at this point. Here, one of two things, in my opinion, is going on right now, and I'll tell you where I'm leaning heavily. Heavily, I'm leaning Natrez Patrick suspended for the first game. On the other That's end of the pendulum. breaking news. Right. Yeah. The other end of the pendulum tells me – if that's if that's not the case, then Monty Rice and Juwan Taylor's passed him on the depth chart. Mm, which would jive with what Mel Tucker told me over the summer, but I don't think that's true. I'm going to go with the previous. I'm going to go with the suspension. I'm leaning towards and as if you hadn't already figured out, we're breaking this news right here on the Dogcast right now in your in your earbuds. Natres Patrick suspended for the first game. Monty, Monty Rice not quite up to snuff to pass Patrick on the on the depth chart just yet, but he's coming. Oh, it's a so train I like coming that. out of the tracks. Rice is oh, coming. He is. Monty yeah. Rice is is badass. So um, yeah, I'm gonna I I, I appreciate that. I'm down with the Natres Patrick suspension for Austin P. Yeah, I appreciate that too. Let's get it out of the way. Let's get it gone. We're gonna need we're gonna need Natres Patrick and Monty Rice the weekend after. Yes, we are. Because I'll tell you, Debo Samuel is gonna run that wheel route like a champ. Whoever's playing star guys on middle linebacker, we're gonna have to have our shit together next week, brother. Oh, we're gonna have to, and, and I'm not gonna jump too far ahead, but. We've got Debo Samuel's a great athlete, but we've got guys there. We've we've got guys that should be able to put a body on him. And Did you just open your tenth beer? Ninth, maybe eighth. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're three days away. I've got. I've got to get to Saturday. Right now. I've got to get to Saturday. Okay. I mean, All right. Many, who's keeping? I mean, it's once we score. Once we're up by four scores Saturday, who's going to keep counting? I mean, same thing. There you go. Okay. Who's counting, right? I I, I like your beer philosophy. Who's counting? Who's counting? So, <laughs> dog fans, that's going to do it. Guys, we do have cups for sale. We will have cups after this weekend. If you want a 2018 cup, you can order now. Hit that PayPal button on the website at dogcast.com. Jamie, you've got like, I don't know, 19 social media outlets to run down here. You want to take us out? I'll take us out of here, guys. 
We did it. We fought through another offseason. We're just a few days away now. Year three under Kirby is going to be so much fun. In the meantime, if you want to talk dogs, follow us on all forms of social media. Twitter, at DogCast. On Facebook, facebook.com slash the DogCast podcast. Or give us an email at dogcast at gmail.com. Or a call at 706-363-0210. Go dogs.